Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a new podcast episode. Today is going to be one all about um, in my autism spectrum disorder series, and today we're going to be talking about stimming. What is it? Is it dangerous? Is it something to worry about? Is it normal for people with ASD? Is it normal for anybody else? We're going to talk about it all in this episode today. Um, but yeah, I'm super excited about this and I can't wait to put out more, um, ASD related, uh, podcast episodes in the future because of the fact that April is Autism Awareness Month. So, um, definitely be accepting and also use the hashtag light it up blue to show your support. Um, but anywho, let's get into what is stimming. So stimming is a self stimulatory behavior that is repeated on and on to help somebody calm themselves when they're feeling kind of overwhelmed or to just self-soothe themselves. And um, some examples of stimming are hand flapping, rocking, and snapping your fingers like this. But yeah. Um, and so I'm going to share you guys some examples of like how I like to stim because as you guys know, I do have autism spectrum disorder and I do have some like stimming things that I do that I don't even realize that I do until it was pointed out to be my, not only my therapist, but also the person that tested me for autism spectrum disorder. But I don't really do them in public. Like I'm very kind of private about them. Um, I, it usually happens when I'm alone is when the stimming usually happens just to kind of like help me, you know, like more of a self-soothe thing. But I notice that I will do it when I'm in uncomfortable situations or feeling kind of anxious. Um, so um, I do have some stimming things that happened to me as a kid that I don't really do as much now, but I didn't know that we're stimming back in the day. But yeah. Um, one in particular that I did as a child was um, hand flapping. I would literally move my arms up and down as if I'm like flying whenever I got excited um, or whenever I got like super, you know, joyful about something or whatever. Um, so that was like an example of stimming because at the same time, it was like a self-soothing thing for me to realize what my emotions were saying, aka I was excited. Another thing that I did as a kid was I used to bite slash suck on my shirts. I know that's gross, but I would sometimes do that before bed or, you know, when I was alone or whatever. And that's a form of stimming as well. Um, some other ones that I like to do now, um, when we have a fireplace on or whatever, and everyone around me is like talking and like whatever, I like to stare at the fire and just kind of like zone out for a bit. And it's a way for me to look like that I'm present, but at the same time, I'm just kind of like zoning out into my own thoughts. So that is, and I found out that that's like a, a rare sign of stimming. Um, I found out through Instagram. And um, so, and I would definitely recommend checking out at Autistic Bailey on uh, Instagram. She's a great um, advocate for people with autism and she has autism herself so that's pretty cool and she put out this post about like things you didn't know were stimming but are and one of them was staring at fire and I was like oh my god I do that all the time um another one that I like to do um is hard blinking sometimes when I'm stressed I'll like blink really hard um like because it, it basically if I feel tension in my body that's my way of releasing that tension. So that is one that I do. 
Um, I also flex my toes sometimes, especially when I'm, like, at my desk or something. I'll, like, kind of, like, it, it's really weird. Like, it's just kind of, like, you know, if I'm busy doing something, I'll find myself doing that. Um, rubbing my legs together while laying down, almost like a cricket. That's definitely more of a self-soothing thing. Or if I can't sleep, it helps me to kind of, you know, get into a rhythm, get into something that's, you know, calming and soothing. And last but not least, sometimes I like to tap my fingers like that, if you can kind of hear it. Um, and basically, it's just more or less just something to help me stay. A lot of the time, stimming can even be a way to kind of remain present in the present moment. So, um, yeah, uh, but going into that, some of the purposes of stimming um, can be calming down and overwhelming, overwhelming situations, which we talked about. Um, it can also be a way to kind of calm the mind if, like, your mind is just racing with thoughts. Stimming is a really good way to do, to, you know, calm down your thoughts. Um, like I said, it's a really good way to self-soothe. And it can also improve focus and concentration. A lot of people that have ASD, like myself, mainly males, do it to help concentrate and to focus on what they're doing. Um... And to also, like, so that you're not, like, zoning out, like, staring at a fireplace instead if it's, like, tapping or flexing my toes or anything like that. Um, it just is a way to help you focus when you have to do work or something. Um, and also another one is that it's a physical sign of anxiety. When you're in a, like, in a room and, you know, you see somebody, like, if my boyfriend sees me, like, hard blinking, then he knows that I'm feeling a little overwhelmed. But... Um, yeah. So, um, just, just a reminder that not only do people with ASD stim, all of us as humans have stimmed at one point or another. Um, when we were kids, a lot of us sucked on their, on our thumbs when we were kids. And that's a form of stimming. It's a way to help us to like calm down from the chaotic environment around us or, to feel calmer and self-soothing ourselves. So if you sucked your thumb as a kid, you stimmed as a kid, but a lot of people grow out of stimming and, you know, are just kind of living life, you know, without stimming. But people on the autism spectrum disorder or people with OCD or Tourette syndrome also stim. So it's not just an autistic thing. So if you stim, I would definitely recommend getting tested for it. Also, ADHD is other signs of stimming with ADHD and other um, forms of things like that. Um, and another thing is like with ASD and stuff, like, yeah, um, other people, when they suck in their thumb as a kid and then they grow out of it, with people that have, that have, that have ASD, OCD, Tourette's syndrome, etc., and they stim, it's more of like a fixation on the interest or an attachment of some sort and a repetitive behavior um, that allows it to be diagnosed as the ASD stimming, Tourette's syndrome stimming, or OCD stimming, or other, you know, conditions. Um, but it does become a problem. Stimming becomes hurtful and harmful to oneself if they start to head bang, like, you know, like banging their head against the wall or against a bed or a pillow or against their hand. I know I've done that a couple times. Um, picking skin until it bleeds is definitely a harmful 
stimming thing because you're literally hurting yourself in a way. Um, and so that's when it becomes kind of dangerous and that, you know, you should really be supportive of the person who's stimming and doing that and being like, I don't think that that's the right way to stim. Let's find something else for you to do instead. Um, or hitting themselves. If they're, you know, hitting themselves, punching themselves in the head, that's when it gets self-destructive, harmful, and should really be treated. Um, but all in all, stimming doesn't always mean that you have ASD. So my biggest advice when listening to this, if you feel like that you may stim um, or still stim as a teenager, young adult, adult, um, any age, I would still, if you feel as though you stim as a way to calm down or what have you, I would still recommend to get tested because of the fact, or screened, because of the fact that it may not be autism. It could be OCD, it could be Tourette's, it could be ADHD, it could be a multiple of different things. So overall, if you feel like that you experience the things that I have mentioned still in your older years, again, I would definitely recommend getting screened or tested. Today was a very short episode, but it's a very informational episode, so if you know somebody that may be doing some of these things, definitely highly recommend them to get screened or tested if they haven't already, but if they already have been screened or tested and have ASD, Tourette's Syndrome, OCD, etc., definitely be supportive and accepting of the behaviors that they do to make them feel more like a human than an alien, how I like to look at it. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I hope that you enjoyed it and I hope it was informational. Let me know if you have any questions by sending in a audio response, an audio recording response to this episode. Um, I haven't gotten any yet, but if you do have any questions, feel free to reach out. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I'll see you guys all in the next one. Bye guys.